Welcome to TSOH Weekly. My name is Alex Morris of the TSOH Investment Research Service. With me, as always, Francisco Oliveira of Aravilo Capital Management. Today's topic is Endeavor, which uh, a good a good place to probably start on this episode is a, a previous episode we recorded in September, episode number 11, when we discussed uh, WWE's U.S. media rights and, and what impact that had on TKO and EDR. Uh, just for clarification, EDR owns 51% of TKO. We'll get into a little bit of the history here on this pod, I'm sure. Um, just giving a little bit of background is relevant to the discussion. Uh, in 2016, EDR acquired majority stake in the UFC. They bought the remaining 49.9% in 2021 from KKR and, and Silver Lake, uh, running kind of simultaneously with that. In 2019, EDR was set up to go public and they ended up pulling that IPO. I think it was a a stock market around that time. They eventually went public in 2021. Um, you know, since they've gone public, management has frequently voiced uh, complaints about how some of the assets are being valued. They've they've done some uh, inorganic things to kind of express some of that value. And I think they have just continued to believe that the market wasn't giving them a lot of credit for some of these pieces. Um, so then, yeah, you you layer on the discussions we had about the WWE rights and what happened subsequently to their stocks. And then we get to the end of October when something pretty interesting happened. Francisco can correct me on the timeline if I'm wrong. It, it, the market closed on October 25th and EDR put out a press release uh, discussing, the, discussing the initiation of a formal review to evaluate strategic alternatives. As part of that, they said they will not consider the sale or disposition of the TKO stake. And that was followed up shortly afterwards with a press release from Silver Lake, which said Silver Lake is committed to strategies that deliver value for all Endeavor shareholders. To that end, Silver Lake is currently working towards making a proposal to take Endeavor private. Silver Lake firmly believes in Endeavor's business and is not interested in selling its shares in Endeavor to a third party, nor is it interested in entertaining bids for assets that are a part of Endeavor. And importantly, Silver Lake is the owner of 71% of the voting power of Endeavor. And there's also uh, more tie-ups in terms of key people. Um, but maybe I'll stop there and let Francisco jump in and and share some of his thoughts on what the heck is going on here. <laughs> yeah, I th- you know, if I could quickly summarize, I think Ari Emanuel, who you know, basically runs Endeavor and, and Silver Lake, as you said, control Endeavor, I think they see an opportunity here to to just take an Endeavor private at a at a cheap multiple, um, and in a moment where TKO stock has has fallen, you know, well off the highs at at one point, you know, um, more than more than twenty percent. And the 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 opportunity is, you know, as we discussed in the prior podcast when when TKO announced that they renewed WWE's SmackDown deals it was it was less than the market expected it wasn't a horrible deal per se but but a second part of that deal the raw rights they kind of decided to like negotiate that later so there's nervousness around you know could they renew those rights an attractive rate and and you know the quarter cutting ecosystem that's funded all these rights is not uh, particularly strong at the moment and, and do TKO represents inside of Endeavor, you know, Endeavor controls 51% of TKO, like you said. But inside of Endeavor, um, before these press releases came out, TKO represented 80% of the market value of Endeavor. 
And now the remaining 20% is, is a collection of, of different assets that, you know, value in the ballpark of five times EBITDA, uh, which is a fairly distressed multiple for, for these assets. I mean, in, inside of, of, of those assets, you have one of the biggest representation businesses in, in the world, right? And not just uh, celebrities, but people, people in, in music, arts, sports, um, you know, book publishing, you know, across the, the landscape is a fairly big operation. They own, you know, and also other assets like on location does, you know, premium events such as the Olympics and, and NFL games. Like, if, you know, if you want to kind of like experience the game and, you know, go in the sidelines of an NFL game, that type, that type of experience, they own PBR, which is a bull riding kind of league. The Madrid Tennis Open, Madrid Open, Miami Tennis Open, uh, which both are are uh, very prestigious tournaments in in the the tennis tour. Um, they have sports betting tech assets, you know, car option assets. They have they basically have a partnership that that helps run the Euro Basketball League. So it's a, a lot of, of different assets of of, of pretty high quality. Um, and the frustration as a, as a, you know, I'm a shareholder, full disclosure here in Endeavor and in TKO. Um, and the frustration is that, yes, you can, you can, if you're a management team, you can ex express displeasure with the valuation that you're getting. And that's, that's fine. But, you know, like Buffett says, you know, you got the shareholders you deserve. Like if, if you, you don't do something around this, um, that's going to, you know, breathe confidence in, in a long-term trajectory um, and you, you will get low multiples. And um, to me, um, they could have provided much more disclosures. You know, you've, you've, you've acquired a lot of businesses, so you don't necessarily need to give historical information. Well, you could provide more historical information about how the individual pieces are performing without giving sensitive data to competitors. Right. Um, they initiated a, a dividend and they initiated a buyback, but maybe start to, you know, speak about a philosophy of capital allocation. They were fairly levered when they went public and now they've delevered uh, dramatically. They're at, you know, sub three times leverage on a, on a pro forma basis in the two, low two range. Um, so they have a, a flexible and, and good balance sheet and they sold non-core assets, um, but there's more that they can do, right? There's frameworks you can do, um, you know, do an investor day a year if you have to, if you have a complicated business like Liberty Media, you know, they've done tracking stocks and investor days and AV tables. Um, and Endeavor hasn't done that, right? It's, it's, it's a very complicated business to analyze. It's, you can do it, right? Um, we've done it, but, but if you want a lot of clarity in, in the market, then you just kind of show it. And the frustration again is that um, they, they hold all the cards, um, I think it's being very opportunistic to to put out these press releases and and to and to try to acquire the business. Um, for perspective, I think what made it a lot easier to highlight the value was when TK was created, right? Because Endeavor used to own all of UFC. They put UFC inside of this new company that merged with WWE, and they control fifty one percent of it. And that company trades in the market, right? So you can isolate a market value. Um, for your biggest asset. Um, and what's frustrating is the TKO, when this came out, 
um, that they were planning to bid, Silver Lake was planning to bid, they TKO hadn't even reported one quarter of earnings, right? Their TKO merger closed in, in mid-September. Um, so they haven't even had the time opportunity to put out guidance, put their own capital allocation framework. Um, they're also, their leverage is, is, is fairly low as well. Um, so I think as a shareholder, why couldn't they um, been more open, done more disclosures and let time pass by, right? Start buying back stock, right? Um, and it just seems extremely opportunistic here. Um, and by the way, the reporting from CNBC from David Faber is that that uh, something could be announced by the end of the year. And Silver Lake did say that they're formulating an offer. I mean, they have the 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 CEO of Silver Lake is a chairman of Endeavor, right? And I'm pretty sure he has all the information he needs to formulate an offer pretty quickly. Um, and and TKO on their last earnings call, which was um, earlier this week, uh, they, they basically said that they're going to give 24, 2024 guidance um, and capital allocation framework when they report earnings early next year. Now, what's fun that the TKO needs more time to articulate capital allocation uh, philosophy and guidance, but Silver Lake doesn't necessarily need more time, right? And presumably you're using uh, similar numbers to determine evaluation. So look, you know, is it a complicated business endeavor? Yes. Is it a lot of different assets? Yes. But have there been examples where management teams uh, have created long-term value for shareholders? under a complicated corporate structure. Yes, it takes time. It takes patience. It takes investor days. It takes more disclosures. It takes execution. And they have great assets. Again, they have great assets and and their team has done very, very well growing UFC. And I think the the opportunity that they have with WWE, I think it's pretty big. But but overall, it's, it's frustrating what's happened here. And and I guess we'll have to see what, what uh, how, you know, and they actually do put put in an offer here. And what are the next steps after minority shareholders are, uh, you know, get paid an attractive uh, valuation? Well, I think that's a pretty good summation of, you know, your the public complaints about how the equity is being valued. And I, I think from the outside looking in, as someone who did did work in this company, and I, I do not own the stock, at least not currently. Um, you know, part of the part of the concern as I looked at the company was, I think the TKO portion of it is fairly straightforward to get your arms around because there's a lot of historic data and a lot of information that you can can lean on. And I think that's not true. It's not as true for the Endeavor assets that are outside of TKO. And I think there are, are ways to go about making that much clearer. And, you know, something like IMG Academy, when they when they sold that and got a price tag that was was quite significant you know I, I just think the market continued to express some concerns about what is this vehicle and, and what is its long-term uh maybe sustainability in the public markets and this this in some ways kind of reinforces that conclusion so the reason they may have not gotten the perception that they wanted is because people were concerned about this exact type of thing happening but we we're going to have to cut it off for today. We could have called this the, uh, the EDR shareholder venting hour, but we don't have enough time. <laughs> we, have, we only have 10 minutes for you to vent. So <laughs> but we'll have to come back next time and talk about what, the ne what happens next in this story.